Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly on Discord, where we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, I don't know, this this got me. I, I found a story about how the Jews are going to ruin our congressional bipartisanship. <laughs> Actually named, or did they call them globalists? <laughs> no, just just Jewish worshippers, religious leaders in general. Mm. But we'll get to that later. First, I wanted to start with a continuation of something that we actually started talking about last week. The hearing for the new justice of the Supreme Court, and specifically... I wanted to uh, to talk about Lindsey Graham's <laughs> questions that he had for her. Uh, I, just... I almost drove my car into a telephone pole when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose, though. So, so well, for, which part? Because the first the, thing the, that the, struck uh, me... The, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'll the first thing that struck me was, like, I, I have interviewed people for a job... And the one thing you never ask, you never bring up in a job interview, is anything about their religion. Hmm. And yet that's the very first thing he went to is how, how, on a rank from one to ten, where do you think you are in your faith? Like, what? (laughs) How is, it made me so uncomfortable hearing him say that. Like, I don't, I, I don't even understand why you would bring that up. Well, then he even follows up with... You know, I go to church probably three times a year, so that speaks poorly of me. Or do you attend church regularly? So he's not coming from a position of, you know, religious strength. So what the hell is he doing? Yeah, and why, why would you ask that? It's such a inappropriate question, and yet here we are. The part that made me lose it was when he asked her what her religion was, and mm-hmm. then followed that up with, can you properly judge a Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the, the question is... Mind-numbling stupid. <laughs> yeah. What faith are you? Could you judge a Catholic person fairly? Yeah. Now, the reason he did this is because Amy Coney Barrett got a ton of questions, but it's because of her more fanatic religious beliefs. She basically grew up in a handmaiden's tale, so mm-hmm. people are rightfully curious as to how that's going to affect her ability to judge things. I, I suppose, with that in mind... Lindsay probably thought he was justified because she she keeps mentioning God in every speech, opening anything that she talks about. So I, I guess that's what where he thought he was justified in doing that. Well, right. the- well, that's the yeah, it's it's the the old right wing trope of, you know, if, if everything, you know, isn't I don't know if, if things don't appear to be 100 percent equitable in some, you know, in their perception, then they have to, you know, hammer at points like this to. To make them so, like you're saying, because they asked Justice, did you say Comey Barrett? Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. You know, religious questions because of her extreme religious beliefs. Well, then we have to do the same. Is it, he's, this, he's the same person who. Oh, what, what do you mean? This is this is Women's History Month. When's 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 Men's History Month? 
No. That's sexist. I'm sorry. Shut up. This was Shut the all, fuck up. This was all theater. None of oh, it yeah. was Lindsey Graham doesn't care how she's gonna vote. Because one, did, did you hear the thing about Ted Cruz about his yeah. whole racist baby book fucking thing? Asking a, a Supreme <laughs> Court nominee about a fucking kid's book, you know, and having blowouts about that. They said immediately he was out there looking on Twitter to see if his name was trending. Yep. Yeah. That's all they're trying to do. Because then I found out what you didn't know. Not just three months ago, she unanimously passed a vote for a lower court. Lindsey Graham voted for it. Ted Cruz voted for it. They all voted for it three months ago. But it wasn't on TV, so it doesn't matter. Well, you know, this is higher profile. I get it. Mm. And uh, I mean, oh, just well. The, the, but don't don't think that if if you know there was wall to wall coverage of that lower case of the lower court um, recommendation, they would have been doing the exact same thing. Uh, I don't think so. I, I, no, I, it, I, it's I all only, about the television cameras. I, well, one, I don't. I mean, the lower court's the lower court. This is the Supreme Court. I understand. Yeah, maybe you're right. You know, they're putting cameras on them. Yeah. They're going to act outrageous so they can get tweeted about. Yeah, I mean, we get, well, they got midterms coming up. They got to get all their yep. core fucking dumb social issues out. Not one thing they asked her had anything to do with being a fucking judge. Nope. Yeah. And they went down the rabbit hole. I mean, Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, they all talked about the the child porn. Mm. They they all brought it up. And it was just a thing to rile up QAnon people to get them continuing to go against Democrats and the whole child pornography thing and how she's weak on enforcing child pornography. So clearly she's part of the Demo Democrats, you know, satanic worshiping, whatever bullshit that QAnon comes up. Yep. I like that when Marsha Blackburn asked her to find the word woman. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really? I missed that Oh, you one. missed that one? I didn't see that. Define woman. <laughs> You know, that's to get you in that fucking weird thing about gender and all that shit. Sure. <laughs> Stupidity. It was pretty amazing. But having said all that, that's that, that side eats all that shit up. They love that. Oh, yeah. Apparently. They do not care about what a judge should actually be thinking about or questions you should actually ask a judge or anything that's going to help Americans. They just care about plastic straws and fucking critical race theory. Hmm. <laughs> That's all that's on their fucking minds. Don't yep. care if you're going to lower my taxes or don't care if you're going to do a social program. None of that's interesting to them. That's true. Did you see our hero from last week and my greatest and oldest nemesis, Herschel Walker, how he's trying to stamp out the teaching of CTR in schools? <laughs> CTR? CTR. That's what he said. Oh, nice. he called it CTR? Yep, CTR. <laughs> that's how you offended know. he is by it. Critical he has race no theory. idea what it is, or even what order the initials go in. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, did you see that uh, him and Doctor Oz got fired by Biden? Yeah. And Doctor Oz was refusing to step down, even though it's against the law for him to have this position, <laughs> and that's why Biden asked him to res resign. Right. He's running no, for office. Happened? Yeah, they're on some board. Yeah, they're like on a presidential fitness and wellness board or something. Herschel Walker and Doctor Oz. Trump put him on it. Right. And because now they're running for office. They're not allowed to be on it. So the uh, White House sent out letters to both of them saying, you need to resign by midnight on this date or you'll be fired. And Dr. Oz made a whole fucking stink about it. And this is how he treats people. And don't you think he'd be more concerned? And I'm not resigning. He's going to have to fire me. They're like, asshole, you have to leave. 
It's the law. But again, we've determined that the law doesn't matter anymore, so... No. Well, regardless, I'm sure he knows. He's just not going to tell his supporters that. Right, right. And they're never going to hear the truth, so... Biden's just an asshole who fucking fired them. Right. From a position that probably doesn't pay anything or do anything. So I was watching, speaking of Dr. Oz, I was watching a little bit of the coverage on that giant accident up on I-81, and uh, evidently Dr. Oz tweeted about it, that he was monitoring the situation, and the back... (laughs) Flash that he got off of off of Twitter was something to behold. It was beautiful. <laughs> Nobody was in support of Dr. Oz about him monitoring the situation. Right. Go back to New Jersey, Jack Hole. Yeah, and your dual citizenship. <laughs> yeah, he's not he said he's not gonna give up his what is it, Turkey? Turkish citizenship. Which yes. you can't do that? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that's gonna pan out. Like I yeah. Mm. Well, maybe he's Turkey maybe, especially. maybe he's saying that because he's just not doing well. Which I'm shocked by. Mm. I definitely have not looked at the Republican polls for for this state, so I don't. Uh, uh, I mean, I he, don't yeah, know. he might get the nomination on the Republican side, but they're saying statewide he is not trending too well. Remind me, he's running for Senate. Yeah, here against in. Fetterman. Well, right, probably against Fetterman. Now again, is that the so so? Sorry, I I have actual Pennsylvania politics questions for you guys. Mm. Okay, because that that was how it was presumed in my mind as well. But does that – sorry, because now I'm starting to conflate some people who are running for governor with some people who are running for Senate. Uh, now, is Connor Lamb or running for Senate, or is he not doing that? I, th- um, I think he is, yes. I think he's really? running for does Senate. Is he not running for the Senate seat here in Pennsylvania? I think so. And he's he has no chance against Fetterman. I can't imagine. Connor Lamb, who's already been elected, who is a household name – and who is very popular in his party has no chance against Fetterman. Um, in Pennsylvania, I would say yes. Nation. He has won a Trump district three times in a row now. Three times? No way. He, I think so. He just got in like two years ago. Uh, once it was a special election and then a regular election. Oh. This may be his third attempt. I mean, you're still running against the lieutenant governor and a lieutenant governor that people know. For once, I couldn't tell you any lieutenant governor of this state. Yeah, once I found out that, I was—I don't think it's as as done yeah. and in the bag at well, all. I think I mean, Connor Lamb is going to sweep him. I will tell you this: in all the places that I hear people talking about it, they have not mentioned Connor Lamb at all. Well, and all I hear is that Fetterman's pretty much a lock. Right. Well, he's very Western Pennsylvania. Connor Lamb's district is out um, near Pittsburgh somewhere, isn't it? So he might be yes. a lot more popular out there. I think Fetterman has more of a statewide appeal. Or, you know, people are more aware of him. So I found an, an article on the ABC that uh, says, I don't have a date yet, but I'll find it shortly. Uh, it has Fetterman at 28% of the uh, Pennsylvania Democrats and Connor Lamb at 15%. Ah, all right. That's, that's not a lock. It's early and that's, that's yeah, close. that's not a lock. Right. Well, right now. No, that's with, I don't know who else, who other, what the other names are. Yeah. There are there are other right, people. Right, on the Democrat running. side, I don't know that right. there are any other names. You know, not serious names. I'm sure Vermin Supreme is running. <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy McMillan. On the Republican side, um, some dude named David McCormick has surged past Dr. Mehmet Oz. Oh, yeah. I don't know who David is McCormick is. McCormick Trump's guy? Um, probably. Did yeah. Trump endorse anybody in Pennsylvania? Not that I've heard. Okay. I'd be surprised that it wouldn't have been Dr. Oz, being that he's a famous person. <laughs> you would think that, but he is... He is like we were saying, it's just it's not looking good for him. I see a ton of commercials here talking about the 
liberal Hollywood scumbag Mehmet Oz is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Emphasi- oh, my goodness. Emphasizing the Mehmet part of it, yeah. Uh, you got to say that extra hard. Yep. Yeah, I have no idea how to pronounce his middle name, but... Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, next thing that I have, and this is another thing that uh, Republicans are very, very eager to uh, to shit on people, is anybody who's LGBTQ. Oh, they lo- that's their favorite thing. Mm-hmm. The Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida has passed, has been signed into law, and the spokesperson for uh, the, the governor tweeted that the bill liberals inaccurately call don't say gay <laughs> would be more accurately described as an anti-grooming bill. Oh my god. Jeez. So she's she's given away exactly what I think a lot of Republicans are thinking, is that if you are able to say gay and talk about gay whatever in school, that you're grooming kids in order to accept uh, homosexual or trans behavior. She said, she she continued, tweeted again, if you're against the anti-grooming bill, you are probably a groomer yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The old, if you smelt it, you dealt it argument. Brilliant Republican strategy. Oh my god. These fucking children. It's unbelievable. And totally believable all at the same time. Yeah. If you deny the deep state, you are the deep state. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's a genius thing to say, because you can't win. No. Right. As soon as you say anything against what they're thinking, then you are part of the, the problem and an enemy of everything right. American, apparently. Mm. All right. <laughs> I've got a few more politics things later, but that was just all under follow-up. Um, I did uh, want to move on to some news, and if you're going to talk about news... I guess we have to start at the thing that everybody is talking about on the news, because the Oscars did the so the poorly the last yeah. several years. <laughs> uh, this year, that's all people are talking about is uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> yeah. we're talking um, about something I'm interested in on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so the, if you don't know the story, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. And apparently she has some sort of hair loss thing going on. Alopecia. Alopecia. That's what it is. Thank you. And he made a joke about how she was, uh, Chris Rock made a joke about how she was going to be in the next G.I. Jane. Because Demi Moore in G.I. Jane shaved her head. And and Jada shaved her head. So I guess that, like, I didn't hear the lead up. I just heard that bit of it. So to me, it wasn't all that funny, but... Nah. Whatever. Right. <laughs> like you said, it's the Oscars. It's not supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> now, Will Smith was shown laughing, and then the camera went back to, to Chris Rock, and before you knew it, Will Smith was on on stage and just slapped him, open-handed slap, uh, which, by the way, Chris Rock took exceptionally well. Yeah. He took like a step back and like recovered instantly. <laughs> he did say, uh, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had Will Smith yelling, keep your wife's, uh, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth a couple times. Yeah. To which Chris Rock said, I will. <laughs> um, uh, no, at one point he goes, really, dude? It was a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is true. So before the show, Jared asked if I was on Team Rock or Team Smith. 
And uh, I, one, I, I wasn't aware that there were teams. I, <laughs> my opinion, I don't see how there could be a team Will Smith in this instance. Oh, there are no. people de- defending Will Smith. Well, how? Thank goodness, because I have been searching for an alternate perspective on this, and I, I just can't wrap my head around one. Mm. Provoked by NATO uh, expansion. I, <laughs> I mean, well, certainly as soon as it happened, the first couple hours, there were way more Will Smith supporters on this situation. Uh, really? Yes. After the dust has settled, people are more coming around to the Chris Rock side of it. But like, uh, what's her name? The comedian Tiffany Haddish. Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She put out a tweet saying it's nice to know that there are some men out there who will defend their wife's honor and shit like <sighs> that. It's, it's those types of people. Yeah. You know, say dumb shit, expect dumb shit to happen to you. I mean, a few hours later, or not even a few hours, he got the, uh, the Academy Award for best- few hours? It was like 15 minutes oh, later. Oh, was, that, was that that fast? fast? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He got a standing ovation. Yep. So- I, I think people- Well, listen, I did not watch the Oscars. We just had to be sitting here, and all of a sudden, Jenny was like, What? Will Smith <laughs> just punched Chris Rock on stage. I'm like, what? We're watching the Oscars. But the Oscars- <laughs> You could sense how the tension in the room. Oh my god, he ruined the whole show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you were watching? Were you watching it live? No. Oh. oh god, I was watching something entertaining, and then I just saw on my thing, "Hey, there's about you know, according to the guide, there was about ten minutes left of the show." I was like, "I'll see what best picture is," and then I'll I'll start winding down and go to bed. And I turned it on, and it was not that. I missed the slap, but. I came in for for Will Smith winning Best Actor, mm. and everybody like, and then him trying to give this. I thought I didn't realize what happened. I didn't realize he was unable to give his prepared speech because he had just ruined the whole show for everybody there and millions of people around the country. I thought he was like, "Oh my God, I won Best Picture. I'm I'm all choked up." And then yeah, I didn't realize he was out there with fucking crocodile tears trying to cobble together an excuse about why it's okay to slap the shit out of someone if they hurt your feelings. Yeah. Oh, so you so wait, when you were when you were watching it, you didn't you didn't even know the slap had I had occurred? no idea that had happened. Mm. Wow. No idea that had happened. No one you know, no one no one mentioned it after it happened. Sure. So and, and you could even sense that something was fucked up? No. Oh, I just oh, thought oh, the oh. Oscars were shit. I was like, that's why they have three of the worst <laughs> possible hosts. No one wants to be involved with this terrible award ceremony Mm -hmm. and i just assumed that's what i I was just like okay neat i don't you know i was like great will smith won an oscar he probably i didn't see the movie but he probably deserved it and look something called coda won best picture i'm going to bed Uh, i had no idea what he had done until kelly texted me from upstairs and be like hey guess what we just missed here's what happened and i was absolutely shocked that Yeah, had I known the context, I would have been even more outraged. Mm. Well, but it's been a roller coaster ride because I'm totally fine now. We watched, (laughs) like, obviously, I started watching it immediately after it happened. So I didn't get to watch it live, but obviously, I watched it before I turned it on. Right. And you could just sense, first of all, the fact that Will Smith was seated five feet away from all the presenters. Right. Was unnerving. Mm-hmm. And everybody walking by, and Will Smith standing up and smiling, and they're all just kind of like skirting his ass and moving around him. It was oh, it was weird. Huh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, if you want the short answer, I thought his behavior, what Will Smith's behavior, was despicable. But I have since come around. Oh, you don't think it's despicable anymore? Oh no, I still do. Oh. But he has, <laughs> he's apologized, and and Chris Rock has said nothing. So 
you know, what what more uh, I thought Chris Rock- outrage can I pile on it? Mm. I swear I read a, a thing from Chris Rock, but now I'm hearing that he didn't, so maybe it wasn't real. I don't know. I think I don't know. I read I read Will Smith's apology. It seemed sincere, and it seemed like what I did was completely wrong. It's not something to be celebrated. I'm terribly sorry. You know, I'm terribly sorry to Chris Rock. I'm sorry to everybody. You know, you spent years and years. All, all the culmination of all your hard work was about to be recognized at the Oscars. And I stole it from all of you fuckers so that I could have a little temper tantrum on national television. Mm. Yeah, it's, he pulled a Kanye. Like, that's- yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's the other thing why people were defending him. And I was like, you're only defending him because he's Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. If, if, what, if what Will Smith did had been Kanye, everybody would have been outraged. Or... If Amy Schumer had made the joke, would he have, oh my right? goodness. Would he have gone if up Amy and slapped Schumer her? If Amy Schumer had made the joke, it would have been hilarious all mm. of a sudden. Well, now, the one thing that uh, was posted in Discord that I wanted to bring up, apparently back in, what was it, 2016, I think? Yes. Uh, Chris Rock did another uh, Oscars, at least a piece of it, and right. made another joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. Correct. saying Because she was boycotting the Oscars at the time because they weren't black enough, which that's a whole different argument. Um, but he said Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering a- if this is a multi-layer, like – Might have been a little well, history Jada, there. <laughs> Jada remembers this and, and encouraged mm-hmm. Will to, to run up and do this. Well, get a fucking backbone then because yeah. right. he made jokes about other people too. Yeah. It's not like oh, – man. Like I, the people who defended Will Smith – I was just like, so am I in my right now? Can I make fun of? Can I go smack people who make ball if jokes they hurt about your feelings? Oh, you can. Well, especially ball jokes, Ian, which I've suffered through for twenty five years. Hundred percent, yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. Totally. Not only are you okay to do that, I will give you an award, <laughs> and I will bring a room full of people to clap and cry for you. All right. Well, listen, I, that part of it, you know, because people are yelling at the the whoever's in charge of the Oscars. I don't know that they let him sit there. And everything, but I'm like, granted, there's 15 minutes left of the show. They probably obviously didn't know this was going to happen. They were probably all fucking shocked. Mm. Like, what do you do? Like, I don't, I don't know what I would do either. Running a live show, you know, you're gonna have armed guards come fucking take Will Smith out before you announce his name for the award, or do you do you scramble and cross his name out? And <laughs> no, you escort him out of the building. Someone comes up and goes. I'm accepting this award on behalf of Will Smith. This isn't at all awkward. Thank you so much. It was a fantastic movie. We all worked so hard. Goodbye. Exactly. That's what you do. Yeah. He should not have been there. That it was it was tacitly accepting that the behavior is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I listen. And that's why he felt comfortable doing it. Yeah. Also because he's rich and famous and he went, <laughs> I know how the justice system works. Right. I know it's a typo in Discord, but Joshua just said that uh, Will Smith w- was getting beat actor, and I think <laughs> I think it was best actor. It <laughs> <laughs> was enjoy- an amusing typo. I mm. enjoyed, too, how after the incident, Denzel Washington went over to comfort Will Smith. Yeah. Right. Because he needed comforting. Well, we don't, right. we don't know what he said, but that's no, probably he said, what he said. He said, he said uh, right before you're at your greatest triumph, that's when the devil comes for you. What? Yeah, that's what he said to him. Right, that's when the devil. And then, and the other thing I wanted to mention, Will Smith, when accepting his his award, talked about how you know God's influence on his life achieved him, you know, and made him able to achieve this. And um, you just smacked another guy like on live television. Like, yeah. 
really? You're going to bring up how godly you are at this point? <laughs> yeah, his speech, he really, I mean, that really should have been the time for him to atone. I mean, he right. had he had 15 minutes to sit down and think about what he had just done. And granted, yes, it did probably mar the greatest thing that's ever happened to him, I guess, for mm-hmm. actors. <laughs> sure. Um, and you probably don't want to spend it apologizing to Chris Rock. <laughs> but uh, it just felt, it was so weird watching the speech and what he was saying. I'm like, are you going to get to it? You're apologizing to everybody but Chris Rock. And I'm really dying to know what we went on backstage with Chris Rock. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's all the photos and the videos from the after party where he's whooping it up with all of his buddies. So, yeah, consequence free. Well, Chris Rock isn't going to press charges against him, so. Yeah. He's fine. He could have. Which, again, I listen, he could have, and yes, but I also do understand why Chris Rock would not press charges. Sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure he wants this to disappear just as quickly. Although, I'm not sure why. Like, he, like I mentioned, he took that hit, like, amazingly well. Will Smith is no small guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's in funny case. in his face you can see the calculation of do i hit him back what do i do do i say something do i back off <laughs> there's a whole range of emotions that go across his face after that and he decided to i'm going to be a better man i think <laughs> and just let him walk away all but, right anything else about this whole thing i don't know it's also hilarious that chris rock's got a world tour coming up right now and he's going to be near me <laughs> starting out <laughs> i, I oh. bet this gets worked into his act somehow oh i yeah. bet too <laughs> A hundred percent, yes. So that's that's cr- sorry. I was watching the Discord go by, <laughs> and it has since been cleared up by Ray and one of our listeners. But I will absolutely tell you, Ray. I went out uh, last night to have some dinner with a friend, and I asked him what his opinion on this was, and he said the whole th- he and all artists said, "Oh yeah, the whole thing was fake. It was just to drum up ratings for the Oscars." Mm. And I said. Mm. Are you sure? And he said, yeah, they're actors. They were acting. And I said, what did the two of them stand to gain from doing this? Were they paid money? And he said, probably. Plus, Chris Rock's apparently going on tour. (laughs) And I I had never, for some reason, crossed my mind that this could be a conspiracy. Mm. Well, I mean. Like a fool. Like a rube. Like I haven't been awake for the last three years. (laughs) Well, Ian, the real truth of the matter is. And I'm going to do this is some breaking news here that I'm going to put out is that <laughs> Dr. Fauci paid Will Smith to do this to cause the controversy. So the media will not focus on the Ukraine right now. So he could send in a team of ninjas into the Ukraine to destroy all the bio labs he owns where he invented <laughs> COVID-19. Wow. Uh, are you making I mean, this up or, or did you read this on your on your feed? <laughs> Uh, I made seventy five percent of it up. Okay, <laughs> the part about good. it being the part about it being a, a a distraction from Ukraine, I keep seeing all over the place. The part about me, I added the Dr. Fauci hired Will. I should say Dr. Fauci ordered Will Smith. Sure, <laughs> not hired him, ordered him because he controls the world and the ninjas and all that. I made up. <laughs> now there was a time right after I got, I saw the tweet. Where I I was like, well, surely that's got to be all fake. Like, it's just an act. Like, I even mentioned at one point, I'm like, well, Will Smith has done fake bullshit stuff previously just just because. Like, but then I I saw it and saw the different – I don't think it was fake in any way. I mean, he did get Jared to turn it on. I mean, he got Jared to turn it on and a whole bunch of other people across the country. And the last Mm -hmm. 15 minutes where the ads are most expensive, you got more eyeballs on it. So I'm not discounting it 100%, but I'm discounting it like 97%. <laughs> I'm Listen, I thought at first I was like, 
yeah, maybe this was some kind of theater. Mm. But it the the fact that uh, Will Smith dropped the f bomb twice mm. on live TV, I was like, eh, probably not fake. Probably not. That 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 would have been because because the, the slap from certain angles looks like either Chris Rock rolled with it or he didn't hit him. But the f bombs, I was like, oh no, I think this is real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And then the whole then the whole time as we're watching it and they're doing the best actor, I'm like, oh my god, Will Smith's up for best actor. I'm like, how fucking weird would it be if he wins? And then I'm like, <laughs> he fucking won. <laughs> All this, I, w- and Serena Williams' dress popped open on top of that. <laughs> Were you not entertained? <laughs> I, I was. I was like, <laughs> I didn't even hear about Serena Williams. Yeah, she had that, <laughs> her dress, there, I saw a screenshot of it, and she pulled the Miley Cyrus where the thing just busted open, and she had to, like, cover up. Huh. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally watch the Oscars anymore. I don't normally watch, oh, there it is. <laughs> Oh, thank goodness. I was just starting to Google for that. <laughs> I don't know if it was Serena or Venus. Which one was it? But uh, uh, Venus? Venus, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Nope, it was definitely Serena. Oh. All right. So uh, I don't normally watch the Oscars anymore because, like, Ian, who said some movie named Coda won, I don't know half the shit these movies that people are in. Uh, and I normally don't watch New Year's Eve specials. But this year, I did happen to watch both of them, and they were both fucking great. <laughs> because the New Year's Eve one I watched was Pete Davidson talking about his dick constantly and Miley <laughs> Cyrus <laughs> boobs falling out. <laughs> it's great. Right, it's hard to move on after after that discussion, but I think I probably should. Okay. Yeah. Where are we going then? <laughs> going back over to uh this is a weird one, but uh I, I wanted to bring this up. Chris Wallace. We mentioned before leaving Fox News, going over to CNN's apparently online service. I don't, I don't know what exactly yes. CNN's doing. CNN Plus. So people are going to pay for this. In any case, I mean, not, not this guy, but yeah. I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, the reason I wanted to bring it up was uh, apparently during this last week, he actually had an interview with the New York Times and gave out a little bit more information. So basically, he left Fox News because of, or just after, he said, I no longer felt comfortable with the programming at Fox. He said, when people start to question the truth, like who won the election, uh, was January 6th an insurrection? So basically, the things he's referring to is when Tucker Carlson started saying that the January 6th thing was, uh, was a fake, was a deep state. Right. Antifa plants or whatever, you know, all the different things, all the different, because Tucker never says any of these things. He always asks the questions. Was it Antifa? Was it just actors? And apparently Chris Wallace was like, yeah, I can't, I can't stay here with that, with that happening. Sure. So not to give him too much credit because Chris Wallace, he, he claims to give, you know, both sides of the stories from the conservative and the liberal side, and he really doesn't. He's he's fairly conservative, but at least that made him jump ship at Fox News. Yeah. Not that they I mean, miss yeah. him, because he, I don't, I mean, I think he was a, one of the last actual journalists there, or as close as Fox News gets to a journalist. Yeah, he gave him a slight air of credibility for a while. Yeah, that they don't have anymore, so. Yeah, but, and I mean, and during Trump's, Rain, he t- did seem like the only one on there who would actually ask some legit questions. True. But, uh, you know, like Stannis Baratheon says, you know, one good doesn't wipe out all the bad. <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> yeah, solid. 
Did you see the interview that Chris Wallace just gave where he blamed his dad for ruining the news? <laughs> I did. What? That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he really threw his own dad under the bus there. So Mike Wallace, uh, who was on 60 Minutes Forever, he basic uh, Chris Wallace basically said, yeah, my, I, blame, I blame my dad for the downfall of the news because – 60 Minutes started doing really well. They started making money. And suddenly all the networks went, wait, we can make money with news? Mm. And that's when the news stopped being the news and started being just for entertainment, for clicks, for everything right. like that. He So that was like the, the snowball effect that – at least that's Chris Wallace's theory. I want to well, give me- credit where credit's due. That same exact quote was made by Jesse the Body Ventura 15 <laughs> years ago. I mean, it's right. But yep. Chris Wallace is not the one who came up with this. <laughs> oh, I didn't know j- that Jesse called them out. Oh, called yeah. 60 Minutes Out. Yep. I mean, huh. he almost said it exactly the way Ray just said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to remember, there's, there's a whole generation of people that don't remember the time when the news was actually not to, to make money. It was a, it was usually a, a, a loss for- Yeah, um, they, they wrote it off. Right. But they did it because it was- it was their a public service. Yeah, it was a public service. It was the half hour that they gave every day, or the hour if they had a federal, you know, had the, um, you know, a national program, yeah, local and national. Yep. It was the hour that they gave for, to the community, and they were lucky if they held their costs to even. And you know, that's not the case anymore. Nice going, sixty minutes. Yep. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next thing that I've got, um, Idaho, is next on on the list because they have introduced. Uh, you remember that Texas law that prohibits all abortions after a fetal heartbeat has been detected? Yes. And it's the whole, we're not going to come after you, but we will put out a bounty so that other yes. people do? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the law that uh, Idaho is adopting. <clears throat> now, uh, okay. it's not quite as bad <laughs> because the Idaho, Idaho law has an exception for rape or incest. What? Or medical emergencies. The Texas law only does medical emergency. So they put in an exception for rape and incest. Wow. Um, and the, the private enforcement action, the part where you can sue, can only be brought about by the father, grandparent, sibling, aunt, or uncle of the preborn child. Oh, oh but just the- not your, your neighbor can't do it? <laughs> yeah, it can't just be fucking anyone who hears about it, but the, the, which is what the Texas law is. But the rapist father can sue, is what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hmm, Absolutely. Nice. Oh, I thought there was an exception for incest and rape. There is an uh, right. Oh, there is so, an exception for okay. But it has to be like that has to be kind of there has to be proof of that. Mm, which is difficult. So, yeah. Now they did up the damages, the statutory damages to $20,000, but this is I mean it's just it's so slightly less crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I didn't know Idaho was was on the list to do this, but apparently they can now be listed among the uh, batshit crazy states. They're, sure. They're kind of north for that, but all right. <laughs> can you still sue the Uber driver who takes you to the <laughs> clinic? Yeah, apparently that doesn't uh, that doesn't fall under the Idaho law. But this was already signed by the governor, so in place. <sighs> this one, uh, this one surprised me a little bit. I I was completely unaware of this. Did you know? That a congressional representative just resigned this last week? No. Representative <laughs> Jeff. A, that sounds familiar. Was he from California and did he steal some things? Uh, this guy was from Nebraska, actually. Ooh. And was found guilty. He was convicted 
uh, three felony counts for lying to federal investigators about illegal campaign contributions from foreign billionaires. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did hear about this. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I didn't hear about this anywhere until I just saw it earlier today. I'm like, what? How's this not in the news? All right, Will Smith. Right. <laughs> he received um, donations totaling $30,000 from Gilbert Shaguri, a wealthy Nigerian business executive of Lebanese descent. Okay. He fell for that bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he got $30,000 out of it. Yeah. But that really isn't the problem. I mean, it is a problem, but it's hmm. not what he was convicted of. He was convicted of lying to the feds about it. Sure. Yeah. Which, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, except that they I, all do that. It's just called a pack now. He just didn't put the, do the interim step. Yeah, yeah I like his little uh, resignation letter, too, where he was like, I'll be leaving on the 31st, and to all my uh, colleagues, keep fighting the good fight, and we'll get it all. I'm like, dude, what are you? What? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't do anything wrong. Well, he probably thinks he doesn't. The thing he did wrong... Was Let's he didn't caught. cover it up enough, and then he lied about it. That's yeah. what he did wrong. It's not the actual, you know, taking Bribe money taking. from a foreign investment for political purposes. That's not... That happens all the time, apparently. <laughs> all right, next thing that I've got is uh, more on brand for us. Uh, uh, Trump. We haven't talked about Trump in, like, weeks. Thanks, That's Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the uh, big news about Trump this week... Is that the the emails between him and uh, John Eastman, his advisor, his attorney, were released to Congress. And the whole reason that the judge released them was because it looks like he was also involved in committing crimes. So the judge released these emails saying is more likely than not that Trump committed crimes in his attempt to stop the certification of the election. And like all the pundits are saying, yeah. We know. No shit. Yeah. So right. the, the the January 6th committee was going after the lawyers, the communications between the lawyer and the president. And normally, um, the, a lawyer's communications with their client would be private, except that because the lawyer was involved in the illegal activity, they can have the emails. Is that, am I summarizing it? That's the way I understand it. Yeah. That is amazing. So the judge looked at it and went... Well, oh, no. you should probably look at these because I think the attorney is involved as well. So, and pretty sure it's a crime. So here you go. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, Dustin said too. There's also the the uh, the phone logs from January six. There's a seven hour gap in the phone log during the uh, events of January six. They just didn't. They declined to turn over stuff. Or just pretended that not, you know there were no phone calls during that time period. Yeah, they didn't decline. They just didn't include anything. Right. And I like that Trump was asked about this earlier today, mm -hmm. about this gap in his phone records. And apparently the, the question was, you know, were you using a burner phone during the time or something <laughs> like that? Because apparently he denied having any knowledge as to what a burner phone is. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like not, I don't have a burner phone, but- because I'm going to lie about it, I'm going to take it one step farther, because that's what Trump does, and say, I don't even know what a burner phone is. <laughs> David Duke? Who's David Duke? What? <laughs> right. Exactly. I've never heard of David Duke. Nope. Having said that, anytime I imagine a conversation going on between him and, uh, who's his lawyer? Michael, uh, who's the guy that went to jail? Evan, um. Avenetti? No, 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 no. Um, oh, Cohen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. 
I always imagine them in a room with like stacks and stacks of paper and a cardboard box full of burner phones somewhere in the corner. <laughs> Anytime that they had a conversation. Well, it's like Giuliani he turned over like six phones. He never got rid of a phone. He, when he filled up a phone, he just bought a new one. <laughs> that was so he could butt dial reporters while they yeah. were on. It, um, they're so incompetent. It's amazing. It's really amazing because Giuliani is more incompetent than Trump. Like True. Trump has many levels of incompetency, but at least he doesn't he doesn't write stuff down. Like he follows a lot of the the mob bosses' rules of how to not get caught. Giuliani doesn't know. <laughs> He's got nothing. Well, that's why he always separates himself. There's always one person in between him and the crime. It, I mean, you can still be put in jail for ordering the things, but it's harder, especially when you don't actually come out and say. I want you to do blah, but say it would be nice if blah happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else on Trump? I think that's all I had on Trump. I just want, what about Trump's emails to, <laughs> to become the new phrase? I had heard something disturbing about that case in New York mm-hmm. that, that got dropped on him. Yeah. That the, the one guy, one of the lawyers or something, I, I don't have any of the names or any of that. But I did hear that someone was like, no, there is absolute evidence here to fucking convict. And they can't believe that everything was dropped for some reason. The new district. Good- I saw that, too. The, the two people who abruptly quit. Yeah. The two, yeah, uh, yeah, that one. Lawyers that were working on the case. And they were like, yeah, we don't have anything. And they were like, we have everything. And they're like, nope, dropping it. And they're like, all right, we both have to quit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I heard that, too. That was disheartening. Concerning. Mm-hmm. All right. If we're done with Trump, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Do it, Doug. So you remember the Taliban? Yeah. Remember how the yeah, Taliban's, their Taliban's back in charge of Afghanistan? And they said, oh, don't worry. We're not going back to that old Taliban. We're a new Taliban. We're <laughs> we're going to do things differently. Oh, wait. There's a war in Ukraine? You got- <laughs> they, they're doing things differently by installing an entirely male uh, government. Like, government. The entire right. government is male. Um, along with that, they have banned... Girls from going to school beyond sixth grade. Sure. Women are barred from boarding planes unless they ha- are accompanied by a male relative. Makes sense. Uh, men and women can only visit parks on separate days. That's a weird one. Okay. The, yeah, that seems like a hassle. The, <laughs> yeah. The use of mobile telephones at universities is prohibited. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, international media, like Pashto and Persian BBC, so these are two BBC channels, they're like BBC America, but they are in Pashto and Persian, so that they are the, that's the two languages that are mainly spoken in Afghanistan. Uh, those are off the air as of this last weekend, so there's no news outside of what the, the Taliban wants you to hear. Foreign drama series have been removed from broadcast television. And members of the Taliban Vice and Virtue Ministry have been standing outside of government, uh, the government buildings like a uh, like a picket, ordering male employees who do not have traditional turbans and beards to go home. You're a member of government? Doesn't matter if you if you don't have the traditional beard and turban on, you you can't go in. You can't get in the building. Yeesh. I mean, so, yeah, they're using the distraction of uh, the of the war in Ukraine to reenact all the things that they were just biding their time waiting to do. Do you think it would have mattered? I mean, if there was no distraction, yeah, no. <laughs> I, they I did mean, wait. What, they waited for what, a while because they didn't want the international media peering at them. Now we're distracted, so they're doing it now. 
I like the question, how long do you have to wait for your beard to grow before you can go in? I think it's a while. Like it has to look untrimmed. I'm pretty sure that's uh that's, that's a couple be months. Fairly substantial. That's gonna beard. take some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So new Taliban, same as the old Taliban. No surprise. Yeah. All right, but- I, I I'm just flat on that story because I'm like, I kind of knew that was gonna happen. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. It's just as of this week, it's really confirmed. Yeah. And the other news, of course, coming out of Afghanistan, of course, is that there is widespread famine, which is likely to only get worse. But and this is all, I mean, like, this may seem like a dumb question, but the not being able to go to parks, like, mixing sexes at parks, mm-hmm. like, this is part of their religion. Yeah. Like, that men and women are not allowed to hang out at all. Like, Correct. <laughs> yes. Your marriage is arranged by your parents. Right. But you're also not allowed to, like, you can't go to the park with your wife? You can't go to the to, – well, you can go to the mosque together, but you have to – when you enter, you go to separate spaces. Mm. Like, men and women can't mingle in any way. Because Jeez. if they do, it's possible that the guy would have bad thoughts that God doesn't like. So that would be the woman's fault. So we just, we're just going to avoid the whole thing by not having men and women do anything together. It's curious that the, that the women are always the ones that are punished the most for this transgression of men. Curious. Well, clearly it's her fault. It was Eve's fault, right? So <laughs> it's got to be. Is there Adam and Eve in, in uh, Islam? Yeah. The, I mean, the Quran is based off of- Old Testament? Christian, the, mm. the, the, uh, the original, what is it called? The original Old Testament, in any case. Jeez, mm. no wonder they're so tightly wound. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, ser- seriously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to hit a couple conspiracy theories. Yay. Um, first conspiracy <laughs> theory. This is a, a minor one, but this was uh, came up on some QAnon pages that um, the whole thing in Ukraine, what's going on in Ukraine, especially in the, the one city that had a whole bunch of, of buildings, uh, civilian buildings. Uh, have rocket hits, bombs, whatever. Yeah, clearly that f- was faked footage because there was a quote-unquote Ukrainian firefighter shown uh, fighting a fire in one of these buildings, but he had on a suit, a jacket, that on the back of it said Edmonton. <laughs> Edmonton, the Canadian city of Edmonton, so clearly this was staged and the firefighters, it was in Edmonton and it wasn't in, it wasn't in Ukraine. Or perhaps <laughs> the firefighters in Edmonton donated a whole bunch of their gear to help the people in Ukraine, which yeah. is the actual true story. But no, it doesn't matter. Clearly, no. <laughs> it makes more sense that it was filmed in Canada, to me at least. Right, right and, because of all those bombed out apartment buildings that are in Canada that they can use as backdrops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, somehow that one just passed by. They didn't. They didn't catch that one. Dummies. See, there's always cracks. Stupid. Oh God, I wish I lived in their world. <laughs> it would be so much easier, wouldn't it? I know. God, I'd have a prominent YouTube channel pointing out all these inconsistencies in the stories, and it would be so exciting. To be on yeah. the cutting edge of all the crazy. <laughs> Every time I'd walk out of my house, I'd be like in a spy thriller. <laughs> looking over my shoulder and ducking people and shit. <laughs> yeah. Eyeballing everybody. Yeah, but it's got to feel really good knowing 100% that you're correct. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. You would doubt nothing. 
that part. Mm, just thinking that that's a possible emotion people can feel. Oh, fills me with envy. <laughs> no questions. Yeah. And and it's fun. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is, I've been listening to what you've been saying. It's very similar to the way that uh, if you're religious, you don't have sure. questions. The answer is God. Like, no matter what your questions are, the answer is God. You so, look in the book and you find the, the passage that meets the, the needs of the thing that you're arguing about, and off you go. Yeah. Right. And if something exactly. doesn't make sense, mysterious <laughs> ways. <laughs> God's will. All right. The second conspiracy theory, and this one, I, I don't even, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and relay what this is. So this is a Catholic conspiracy theory. Interesting. The Pope, Pope Frank, uh, last week, or maybe it was a week before, I guess, in any case, recently invited all bishops and priests of the world to join him in the prayer for peace, in the consecration and entrustment of Russia and of Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mm -hmm. So, okay, he's invoking the name of Mary. He's praying for peace in Ukraine. All right, what's the big deal? Well, <laughs> if you're into Catholic dogma, I mean, like, really into Catholic dogma, you might know that in 1917... Oh, my. Which, by the way, this was considered to be the most recent major apparition to be officially confirmed by the Vatican. This is officially confirmed by the Vatican. So, this happened. Mary appeared repeatedly to three shepherd children in Portugal. Okay. What? Cool. <laughs> so, when she appeared, she gave three secrets... To the three children, you see some numerology here going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were given the vision, a vision of hell. They were warned that an even worse world war would come. Now, again, this is right after World War I, so an even worse world war would come. And third, they were shown a pope slain at the foot of a cross. So okay. they were told to prevent these visions that Mary asked for the consecration of Russia to my immaculate heart, she said. And the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. I don't know what the fuck that phrase means. <laughs> but she, she, Mary, said that if Russia will be converted, there will be peace. If not, she will scatter her errors through the world, provoking wars and persecutions of the church. The good would be martyred. martyred. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. If, if the Holy Father will consecrate Russia to me, it will be converted and a period of peace will be granted to the world. So... The conspiracy theory is that this happened, that the ghost of Mary appeared to these children multiple times, and that that is what the Pope is referencing. Now, if you take that story and look at what he said, join in the prayer for peace and consecration of Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. He's actually referencing this. Pope Frank is. Pope Frank. Yeah. Hmm. Yeesh. <laughs> this is like, I, I don't know what level of crazy you have to be. I mean, I understand. Like, a lot of people say, think Didn't that, you just say it was confirmed by the Vatican? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's completely true. <laughs> Why would Mary put all this shit on three kids in Portugal? I don't know. <laughs> You're three fucking magical. Kids. You yeah. fucking deal with this shit. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't even know what to do with this story. It's crazy. So is he, is he Pope Frank? Is he doing this because he's worried that he might be the dead Pope in front of a cross? Maybe. <laughs> Does Russia have an issue with the Vatican? Uh, they have their own Pope, 
type person. Do they really? Yeah. The Orthodox wow. Church. Yeah. And that person is very much in, in favor of Russia taking over Ukraine. Of course he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, he lives in Russia. So yeah, you know, he doesn't really have an um, option, even if he wanted to. <laughs> I'm sure he has his own prophecy where Mary went down to three shepherds in uh, Australia. And told them that Russia has to take over Ukraine, and if they don't, the pedophiles and the Nazis will take over the world. I think we should have and a then, vote on which pope has the best hat. <laughs> I don't that, know. I think Pope Franks is way too gaudy. I like this guy's better. <laughs> yeah, the, the I, Russian Orthodox Church, the Orthodox Church in general, they have a separate Christmas. I mean, you know, the whole nine yards. I do like what uh, what Hessian Gixson said. What a random ass thing. Mother Mary shows up, scares the bejesus out of some innocent kids, and threatens to fuck up the world if these kids don't make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> Three yeah, shepherd kids. kids. No pressure. We're fucking shepherds. And we're kids. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the kids are just telling stories, and then they get sucked into this whole craziness. They're like, oh, crap. What do we start? <laughs> yeah, it becomes actual doctrine. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we just want to get yeah, out of but, work. I was going to say, didn't, didn't they dump a big heavy burden on her number one guy, Jesus, when he was just a kid? Mm, true. So they should not. They should be expected to be carrying at least that much. No, wait a minute. That is totally unfair, especially if I were the kids. I'd be like, hey, yeah, that's, that's all well and fine. But that kid was the son of God and was God and had abilities. We're still just dudes, right? <laughs> we have to stop this. You don't get him a magical weapon or anything. Or <laughs> it's a rough world out there. Here, take this. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like that. All right, that that's my conspiracies for this week, and that that Catholic ones. That's it's just crazy. Yeah. Um. But on to some religious nonsense. Moving from the Catholics over to the Jews. Uh oh. Um, you remember how we talked about this? I mentioned the beginning, um, at the beginning of the show, we talked about last time how Senate unanimously passed the daylight savings bill, um, yes. in order to, to stop moving back and forth between, uh, between an hour and I, so here, here's the thing. The Jews, the American Jews say that they were blindsided by this. They had no idea that this was going to happen. They Neither say we. that, uh, Sorry. Neither did we. Well, right. Nobody we, did. We weren't consulted either. Yeah. But they say that this will have a severely bad impact, make it nearly impossible for Jews to pray in the morning because what? it will push back daylight. So there is a Jewish law that you have to pray every morning, and it has to be in a group of at least 10 people. Who comes with these numbers? Apparently God, you have to be in a group of at least 10 people and pray every morning, and it has to be after sunrise. So if they can't begin their personal prayers until after 8 or even after 9 a.m., then they're not going to be able to get to work on time. They're not going to be able to, you know, do everything that they need to do because you're, you're going to change the clocks. And our religion is apparently based around this clock, and um, it'll, it'll make us late for work. Is this something that they could resolve by running a wire around the clock face? No, 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 Ian. Sun lamps. Sun lamps will get them around this one. There you go. Oh, right. That makes sense. So uh, now I hear what they're saying, and they're not wrong. And as we discussed, full time standard time is the correct answer. Sure. But like Karen said, 
Correct. No one, no one was consulted. Yeah. <laughs> this was a bizarre unilateral move by the Senate. <laughs> I mean, fine. We'll just do standard time instead. Whatever. Also, I don't care where you stick the clock at. The sun will not be rising at 9 a.m. <laughs> I don't think it ever has. Yeah, I can't. I so mean, the, I think ex- the, the extreme eastern the, edge of the time zone kind of thing. I don't know. Hmm. Or western edge. Sorry. Well, what they said in their document uh, by that was written by Agudath Israel, he noted that under DST, Daylight Savings Time, sunrise in Detroit would occur after 8 a.m. for 131 days of the year, after 9 a.m. 23 days. And in Cincinnati, sunrise would begin after 9 a.m. 135 days of the year. Oh. So, you, so you're talking like a third of the year that you wouldn't be able to start prayer until 8 a.m. And it cites that because the prayer has to be of at least – it has to involve a quorum, which has to be at least 10 people, known as a minion. Minion? I don't know how you pronounce that. I read it minivan, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So since it has to be as a quorum and you all have to recite it together, it takes 30 to 40 minutes to do this prayer. So then there's no way you're going to be able to – Every day. Every day. So there's no way you're going to be able to get to work by 9 a.m. if you're if you're doing that. You're, you're what did the Jews in Arizona do all this, <laughs> all, for all these years? That's a good question. <laughs> good callback. <laughs> yeah. So to Jared's um, seeming outrage, this is where one of the many times I'm, I'm I'm totally hearing what he's saying and I'm on board for it. I just like so our last previous segment was talking about how. Islam says you're you're never allowed to to casually interact with a woman. This or your wife. This particular article <laughs> is telling me you have to get up every day with ten people and pray for thirty to forty five minutes every day. And people convert to these religions on purpose. <laughs> like, do, do they leave all of this out of the brochure? Or <laughs> not many people convert into um, Islam and Judaism. I don't think. Oh, I don't think there's a big conversion rate. I mean, I could I could mention several people who have, but percentage right. wise, yeah, it's probably not not too many. It's kind of you know, just Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, I mean, it's celebrity. It's it, yeah, there are some, but I, I can't imagine Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, uh, see if we can find some numbers. Where's Jeff? <laughs> yeah, it's probably small numbers. <laughs> I'm just I'm just shocked that if any, but again, we we have discussed that too that that it's it is left out of the brochure. Mm. Even in the weird ones, like no, they're all weird ones. But you know, the slightly fringier ones. No one, no one is upfront about Zenu. No. <laughs> Once it's too late, they tell you that that's your guy. Maybe that's why Will Smith was so angry the other night. <laughs> <laughs> he just found out he was clear. They just recently left Scientology. Maybe they did because they found that about Zeno, and they're like, "Oh my god, I made a movie about that." <laughs> So I, I I don't I must have forgotten at some point in my life that he was a Scientologist, but now he's no longer a Scientologist. Well, I think she was. Mm. She might have been full blown, and he dabbled. Okay. Uh, but now I think they they're both out. Hmm. I remember there being some stories about him being asked about it, and basically being like, you know, this is my own personal business. Just get you know, shut the fuck up. I'm not answering your, your questions. Hmm. Yeah, and I also recall a few years ago a couple of weird videos coming out with him and his son. Saying some shit, and everyone's like, well, "That sounds awfully Scientologist." <laughs> also, Ian, I just found a loophole in my sun lamp idea, which isn't going to work because on the Sabbath they can't turn those fucking lamps on on that day. <laughs> All right. Well, you need the special switch that you know makes sure so you can turn it on. 
Yeah, we'll put them on timers or we'll get like uh, yeah. strings or something. Can you pull a string on the Sabbath? I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to push or pull things, right? I don't think so. <laughs> no switches, switches are right out. Yeah. Clapper. <laughs> Jeff got it. The clapper. You can clapper. <laughs> <laughs> because God is a fan of the clapper. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count as work. I like those. And you can be fooled by the actual sun or a sun lamp. <laughs> uh, all right. Next thing that I've got. This was, I actually find this interesting because I kind of like archaeology a little bit. But the earliest mention of Yahweh was found in an archaeological dump. <laughs> so an archaeological dump, there's, it's hard to describe. But basically, there, there, there's a, like, there was a, a whole slew of different artifacts in this area and they've been digging them up, cleaning them off, find out what they are. They found this amulet. So they, some places it's, it's called a tablet, but really it's like an inch square. So it's barely a tablet, but apparently they dated this little piece back to at least 1200 BC, possibly as early as 1400 BC. And it is the first place, the earliest place that they have found the letters YW or YHW, which is where the word Yahweh comes from. Because there's no there's no vowels, but in theory you would pronounce it Yahweh in Hebrew. But what the inscription on the thing actually reads is it says, quote, cursed, cursed, cursed. Cursed by the god Yahweh, you will die cursed. Cursed, you will surely die. Cursed by Yahweh. Cursed, cursed, cursed. Not a lot of detail there. <laughs> no, a lot of cursing. Yeah. A lot of cursing. Huh. I just find this amusing that this is probably the oldest place. It's, it's the very first place, that, the earliest we have ever found, that somebody took the time to carve into stone the name Yahweh. And it's... Fuck you, I'm going to curse you cursing. to all the hell. <laughs> uh, it, it's like the, the worst thing you could do to somebody is is give them this thing. Huh. Weird. All right. <laughs> Again, I just, I find it amusing. Coronavirus. I don't really have anything about coronavirus this week. Like, it's still really big in Europe and Asia right now. So far, the numbers in America, not so bad. I do have an article from the Toronto Star that links back to uh, to Putin, actually. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, the Toronto Star, they did a, uh, a survey of people. And as it turns out, Canadians who are unvaccinated are 12 times more likely to believe Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine was justified than those who are vaccinated. I mean, did they get their news from the same source? Uh, so- probably. Yeah. Did they get their medical information? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there was a notation that, you know, since the internet is being basically shut down in Russia, that the disinformation amount across Facebook, you know, all of the social media outlets has been significantly decreased because the, all of it was coming out of Russia, turns out, which we, I think we knew that, but but interesting. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I would just have to assume that they're, they're getting their news about vaccine and Putin from the same source. Like, because, I mean, just look at Tucker Carlson. That, yeah. That's what you get. So, uh, a couple things that came up in Discord. Yes, Hong Kong is still uh, overwhelmed with uh, well. COVID-19. Yeah. And that is that is a piece of news that I forgot about. Thank you, Jeff. Um, the 
The United States has opened up boosters, another round of boosters for those who are 50 and up and at risk and or at risk. Yep. So another booster shot coming your way soon, which is probably good. Sweet. So am I getting this booster or is this just for at risk seniors? At risk and over 50. Okay. And over 50 is not senior, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ian. Having that just turned 47 yesterday. <laughs> hey, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> 55? <laughs> Watch it. I don't know. When, when do I get a discount? On, when do I get 20% off my coffee at McDonald's? I think 60. Oh, okay. Well, then. Over 50. Oh strange God, that's places only 13 years in. away? <laughs> <laughs> what? There are some car dealerships that will give you a discount at 50. It's kind of random before you hit 60. But in any case, I think it's it's probably a good idea if you can to get boosted before it. All the explosion of a virus that's happening overseas is uh, makes its way here right now. Again, though, I, I I looked at the dashboard when these when I started looking at this earlier today, and it, it does make me a little hopeful because the amount of deaths, even though the cases in Europe are like through the roof, the amount of deaths are way way fewer than they were last year. For the amount of cases were you know a third of what they are now. Mm. The, the Deaths sure. are still way lower, so fucking keep keep the vaccine coming. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like great news. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It really is. I mean, I mean, even the people that aren't vaccinated, a lot of them got um, the Omicron variant in the past couple of months. So there's going to be a decent amount of, um, for the moment, you know, immunity. So we might skate through this one without too much damage. Sweet. Yeah. I'm ready for an endemic. Yeah, I'm ready for a nice <laughs> summer. <laughs> That'd be and nice. Get, get a booster in the fall, and then every fall after this, alongside of my flu shot, and we'll be good to go. Hopefully. I'm even fine. I'm even fine twice twice a year. Get a booster before the summer. Get a booster before the winter. Whatever. That that's uh, that's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, as long as they stay free, I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We do live in the country that likes to charge you for shit. Yeah, and unfortunately, alive. I don't think it's sustainable to do everybody in the United States twice a year. No, but you're not. It's true, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you get like 50%, so, yeah. at, at best. All right, last thing that I got real quick. Uh, homeopathy. There's an article on the South Florida Reporter. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, the title of the article is Homeopathy. Can we trust the research? <laughs> what research? So, what the article is about, and this is the claim being made, that... The theory that this article claims is that it's a theory of reporting bias. So if you look at all the studies on homeopathy and compare it to the studies on other medical research, the people doing the studies in homeopathy have reported bias on their publications at a tremendously higher rate than the, the traditional medicine studies. So because the people doing the homeopathy studies report their bias more, doesn't that mean they're more trustworthy? <laughs> I mean, the scientific method does not rely on bias in any way. You can have right. bias, but science is science. Your opinion does not matter in test results. That's the TLDR of the article, mm. is we, we report that we're biased more, so clearly we're more trustworthy than other <laughs> scientists. <laughs> That's a weird statement. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe there's a ton more bias over there. Maybe. Just maybe. Throw it out there. <laughs> All right. 
You guys got anything else? I do not. No, I don't think I do. Did we lose Jared? I think we lost Jared. I'm sorry. I sneezed and uh, muted my microphone, but I said, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, Uh, I didn't say anything important since then, so... (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's all we got for this week, then. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. We got a bunch of listeners tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, Alpha, Dustin, Grinch, Hesun Gibson, Jeff, and Joshua joining in. The Discord's been crazy tonight. Um, <laughs> do appreciate it. I enjoy all the feedback. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can support it by sharing the podcast on social media, leaving a review for us wherever you happen to listen, or join our Patreon page and sign up and chat with us as we record. Uh, if you want to contact us and uh, can't do that, you can post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg, or you can send an email to godless at ProfaneArgument.com. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage you to check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network of various sorts, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com for all the shows. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.